0: Today's episode of the Two-Man Power Trip of Wrestling is brought to you by Jupiter CBD. Jupiter CBD was specifically created to help people naturally relieve stress and get a better night's sleep. It works better than the rest. What makes Jupiter so special is that it's the only CBD brand handmade from organic hemp flowers. That's what makes Jupiter so effective and tastes so great. Because flowers are the rarest and most valuable part of the plant. Jupiter also triple lab tests for quality, and they all come from a single origin family in Vermont. For more on that, you can go to getjupiter.com slash quality. For a special promo, please go to getjupiter.com to get 10% off your offer today. Just use the promo code 2MAN at checkout. That is getjupiter.com. Use the promo code 2MAN, T-W-O-M-A-N, at checkout, and you'll receive a beautiful 10% off say goodbye to stress jupiter organic cbd relaxes your mind and your body guaranteed results for your money back get jupiter.com cbd use that promo code two man
1: the upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production What's up, guys?
0: It's the phenomenal A.J. Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, J.P. John Paz with me today. Very special guest. Former TNA knockouts champion. Former WB 24-7 champion. She's now a part of the Women's Wrestling Army. She is Maria canellas bennett Maria, welcome to the two-man power trip. How are you doing?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. What's going on in your world? Seems like you are very busy lately.
1: <laughs> I I You know, I don't even think about it anymore. I just have to go and get stuff done. There's just no way of like slowing down or stopping or even realizing all the things that are happening in my life. Um, I'm very excited about the Women's Wrestling Army show this weekend. Um, I can't wait to get it in the can so we can start editing it and get it out to everybody Um, through streaming services. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a new adventure. It's a startup company. So we're uh, low budget, but um, yeah, everything is starting to come together.
0: Streaming services. Do you know what, or are you allowed to say what streaming services it's going to be? I'm allowed
1: to say one. Uh, so it will be on an exclusive content page. Um, that page is called brand army and it will just be, uh, women's wrestling So subscribe to, um, the, to the website right now so that you can follow along as we transition to our website that will have streaming on it.
0: How did this come about though? Like, well, how did the women's wrestling army actually like come to fruition?
1: so uh bobby cruz and myself we worked with uh the ring of honor women's division all last year and we really enjoyed ourselves um we had such a talented group of women and when it started to um you know when they started to tell us that ring of honor wasn't going to be moving forward um and that we didn't know exactly what was going to happen next um a lot of the girls asked us to start a promotion. And, um, at first I was like, no, I don't want to be a promoter. (laughs) I just Mm. don't want that. I, I like just being able to go to a building, have everything already set up and just help the women, um, perform at the highest level they can. I, the, all the other stuff, um, I'm not really that interested in, but, um, because so many girls asked us to do it, we started to look at different ways in order to start this show. And um, the biggest thing to me was the profit sharing aspect of it. Um, Through Brand Army, what we're doing is we're setting aside a percentage to give back to the girls. And um, that's really important to me. Uh, I'm not out there bumping. I'm not out there, you know, with the possibility of getting injured. And, um, so for me, if I can profit share with the girls and make it more worth their while, that'll be great. Now, are we going to get there in a month? No, probably not. Maybe six months. Um, but that's the goal. The goal is to be able to, you know, make everybody a little bit of extra money.
0: Where'd that idea come from? Like the profit sharing? Was that just you guys coming together thinking of it? Cause that's pretty out of the box thinking for wrestling.
1: Yeah. So again, I just didn't want to own a company. And so, uh, I had started a brand army page, uh, mid December, and I wanted to see how that went. And in my mind, I was like, we could put a wrestling show on here. Um, we could definitely, you know, put a show on, have a subscription, give all kinds of exclusive content and, uh, make this really worthwhile. And after my brand army was pretty successful, I was like, okay, why not see if this is, you know, something that we could do. And it was. And so, um, it came from that. It came from the idea of really wanting to share the company.
0: And how does Bobby Cruz get involved? I know obviously you guys know each other for a long time and from ring of honor, but how does he get involved?
1: So, um, from the very beginning, I didn't want to do this by myself. I wanted Bobby to be my, by my side. Um, he is the calming voice in the room. Um, for the most part, sometimes, you know, he has his own, uh, things that are going on, but for the most part, um, I bring all these crazy ideas and Bobby goes, yeah, no, we can't have 50 people on the show. Like, that's just not going to happen. And I'm like, what, why not? You know, I want all my friends to be there. And No, it's not going to happen. Um, or I'll have all these crazy ideas for you know, matchups. And he's like, yeah, no, we can't do that. So, um, we still have to format the show and all that kind of stuff. So he does all the formatting. Um, we toss names back and forth with each other. We're pretty much 50, 50 on that. And he also comes up with brilliant ideas, bringing in Chelsea green last year. I wanted to bring her in as a wrestler, but then she got injured. So then he suggested bringing her in as a commentator. So that's what we did um, bringing in, um, Deanna at the end of last year, that was all Bobby Cruz. So, um, you know, he has also his own brilliant ideas throughout all of this. Um, he took care of all of the flights, um, which kudos to every single promoter and ever, because that is the worst job. The worst job in the world is booking flights. I booked one, one and I was like ripping my hair out, and I had to talk to AAA, and I was like, I can't do this. And like, it was, yeah, that was a bit of a mess. But, um, and by the way, AAA was great with like working with me on everything, but I just was stressed out about it. Um, and that was for Taya Valkyrie. She's coming straight from AAA to come up to do our shows, She gets in about 3.30. I'm hoping she makes it to our show. But, you know, these are the things you have to think of when you are promoting a show.
0: Yeah, the, the little details. People don't think about stuff like booking flights. I mean, that's horrible. And the rent of cars. I mean, all that stuff. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. Luckily, we don't have a lot of rent of cars. we're um, finding
0: people to pick people up at the airport. That's a yeah, whole other oh, you know. that's,
1: that's a whole other thing of like, Oh, and we need extra people for what? I don't know, random stuff that happens. Um, so there's there's just a lot of those moving parts that you don't really think about. And Mike's taking care of catering. He's going to run and get catering that day. And, um, you know, so it's all hands on deck. It's uh, somebody asked me what I do. And I was like, everything from writing to sweeping the floor, if necessary, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's just what you do.
0: It just seems like, you know, like, like okay, we'll start a promotion, but there's so much more to it. I mean, that's got to be a lot of stress and pressure on you, you know,
1: 24-7. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of sleepless nights um, where I'm like, oh, God, we, we got to do this. Oh, oh, dear. There's this. And then like, oh, turnbuckles and oh, this. And, you know, so all of those things are just like... Um, you, know, it's like a constant stream of oh yeah, I forgot this. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Um, thank God though for Beyond Wrestling because they they set up the building, they set up the production, they you know, and they're the ones that are helping with all of that. Um, for this very first show and they have their WWR plus show during the day. And then we have our show that night. And so we're using the same building, same production so that we can um, you know, we can learn from beyond wrestling.
0: Do You have a good relationship with them. Like from, from before, have you worked with them before?
1: I've worked with them before um, at FET um i absolutely fell in love with that building and so the very first show i definitely wanted to do there
0: with that too it's like okay you, then you got to rent the ring thank god that they have that you know what i mean like there's so many other little things i know june is sure. looking
1: very scary june is looking yeah. terrifying because june will be our next one and it will be in chicago and it's scary it's really scary
0: how are you gonna do that are you, are you thinking about that already
1: Uh, yeah, we are thinking about that. Um, we have a date in mind. It's probably going to be in Chicago. Um, it's going to be a similar setup, a similar kind of place. Um, and you know, because we have a 12 month deal with another streaming service. So, um, you know, they, they're coming in on production for us for that. So it's like, we're going to be doing this probably every six weeks to eight weeks and be filming, you know, over the course of a few days. So, um, you know, this is, this is definitely going to be a big project over the next year.
0: And you got to have a reliable uh, film crew too. You got to have a good production
1: crew. Yes, for sure.
0: See that's, that's always the kicker. I mean, I was helping out a buddy of mine years ago with his promotion. He had to get rid of one production crew and he had to get another production crew. I was like, what a headache. Oh my God. I wouldn't want to run a show like, Oh my God. Uh
1: Oh yeah. No, it gets to be, it gets to be a bit much, but, um, you know, you, you figure it out as you go. And, um, at the end of the day, you just want great wrestling matches. Are you regretting anything so far? No. Um, I'm trying to think. So the date that we chose, um, there's a few people that we weren't able to get because of the date they were on GCW or they were on other shows or they were overseas. So that's the only thing that's a little bit like, Ooh, I wish we could have gone a different date, but there was just no way. Like we had to go with what the venue was available and then build from there. And, um, unfortunately we didn't get everybody we wanted on this first show, but we will have more shows.
0: So, Are you allowed to say who is on the show? I know you mentioned Taya Valkyrie, hopefully, but is there anybody else that you're allowed to mention who's going to be on the show?
1: Yes. I could allow myself to mention everyone, but I'm not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Willow Nightingale is on the show. Um, She will be on both shows that day. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, Tasha Steele, the Hex, and they will be defending their NWA Tag Team Championships. Um, I have mentioned that Alicia Edwards is our brand army, um, exclusive interviewer backstage. Uh, hopefully, you know, it, there will be lots of lishisms because she is amazing and hilarious. Um, and then I'm trying to think who else I've, I've said so far, uh, let's see who else can I talk about? Oh, uh, Trisha Dora, she's going to be on and she's also incredible. Um, she's definitely one of those ones from ring of honor last year. Um, I am going to be announcing more people tomorrow, um, and the next day, but not everybody. And I'm not announcing the matchups, um, you know, just because I think that it's exciting for people to come in through the door and not know exactly who anybody is facing, uh, Janai Kai. I also, um, I've announced her as well. So, uh, Janai is going to be there uh, kicking someone in the face, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> when you are booking all the girls and stuff, like, is that a lot of pressure too? Cause like you said, like they might be booked on this date, but I really wanted them for this show. And I, I, I you know, I'm having a thought of a certain match. Like, is that a, a lot of uh, you know, problem for you as far as booking and putting it together?
1: No. Um, there's so many talented women. The only part that's stressful is not being able to book them all. Mm. Um, you know, there's, there's people I wanted to get on this show that I just couldn't. Um, so that part of it's stressful. We picked a lot of women that were in ring of honor before, and that was done intentionally. You know, a lot of women we've worked with before, they know our style, they know how we work. And, um, that was really important to us and to give those girls someplace to work again. Um, so there was that part of it. Um, then on top of that, uh, you know, there was people like Mia Yim that I would like to have on the show, but she wasn't able to do this one. Um, you know, so that, that gets, you know, a little stressful just because you want those people, but you can't necessarily have them this first time out. Um, but no, and, and once you get to know people's like their spirit and the, their style, it's a lot easier to book them. Um, what's difficult is when you haven't booked someone before and you don't know how they work. And so you're like in this feeling out phase of like, okay, do you like to work this style or do you like to work with this person? And does your personalities fit? Um, but I think that's exciting and fun. So, uh, that part doesn't get to me at all.
0: Will you be wrestling at all? I know you said you didn't really want to take bumps, but will you be wrestling at all?
1: Nope. Nope. Why not, it's not a platform for me? It's a platform for the women that are coming in. Um, I've always thought it was silly when someone puts their title on themselves. Like, why? Uh, that's easy. Okay, here's a title, put it on my body. Like, I, I've i won two titles throughout the course of my career. One time I've been pinned Allie after telling her to lay down. The other time I put my foot on my husband. Like, no, I don't want a title. Um, i I want there to be a platform for women to go out there and have the matches they want to have. Um, that's just not for me plus i'm I'm not really a wrestler. I have wrestled, but I'm not really a wrestler.
0: Do you think that might be a good opportunity you know to use your name value maybe to get somebody else over though? would you ever consider about maybe like a few little mini feud or something?
1: uh probably not. um would I have some kind of role as like an executive, sure. Um, on screen. But again, I, I always find that to be, um, I find it weird. Like I, I fought not to be on TV for ring of honor when I was in that role, other than to go out there with the boys at final battle. That was great. But like most of the time I didn't want to be on the show. Um, I just, thought, why not give that spot to someone else? Um, so yeah, I mean, I have, I have joked around about, um, that if I was going to wrestle someone, it would be Deanna or it would have been Roxy before she went to WWE. Um, but I don't know if that, you know, my own promotion is the place for that. We'll see if I have to, like, if we don't have enough people on Sunday, I'm throwing the boots on and I'm getting out there too, because everybody deserves to wrestle. But Uh, Short of that, no, it's not happening.
0: But sometimes, though, name value is good, though. You know, you get your name on the poster, name on the card, and because people will recognize you.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's enough names on the card. And, you know, I've had enough. I've had enough time. I've been around for 18 years now. Um, It's time for, you know, to move aside.
0: With obviously WBA, Women's Wrestling Army, will there be any men? Like, will Bobby Cruz be announcing? Like, will there be any men on the show?
1: So Bobby Cruz is announcing Uh, Lenny Leonard is one of our commentators. Um, I think we have two male referees for this first show. Um, There will be men on the show. There might even be men wrestling. Um, You know, Women's Wrestling Army is a title. It's not a gender. Um, It's the name of the show. Will there be men? Sure. Um, Why not?
0: Intergender matches or male uh, regular matches, if you will.
1: Uh, maybe both. Um, we'll see. Uh, and you know, that's all stuff that me and Bobby Cruz will work out as we go.
0: When did you just first meet Bobby? Just, just like what year was it all the way back? He, when?
1: It's been a long time. I think I've known him for 11 years and I might've even met him before that. Um, cause I went to a couple ring of honor shows. Uh, I think it was in like 2007. So I've known Bobby for a long time.
0: Man, I don't remember what year it was. It had to be like oh three, oh four, oh five, maybe, but he was like Steve Carino's personal ring announcer. I was like, man, this guy should be the regular ring announcer. I don't know yeah. if you remember that, but I was like, wow, he's so good. Just mentioning random stuff. He's like, the places Steve Carino has drank at. And he, you know, had a litany of, of play. I mean, yeah. that's where I remember Bobby so Cruz no? Yeah, so funny. Pretty uh, pretty good start, though. But then obviously he did become the 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 ring announcer. He's great at it didn't know though backstage he had so much input you know what i mean like obviously he knows his stuff but i didn't realize how much input he had
1: yeah uh so last year um we were you know 50 50 partnership in ring of honor for the women's division yeah
0: today's episode is brought to you by athletic greens our partner has a product i literally use every day I started using ag1 because i really didn't have the time to work out i wanted better gut health i wanted more energy i want to optimize my immune system i hate taking pills i hate taking vitamins but i wanted a supplement that actually tastes great i wanted to see what all the hype was about so i looked into athletic greens and they are a lifestyle friendly brand it's whether you eat keto paleo, vegan dairy free or gluten free They contain one less gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. They support better sleep quality and better recovery. They support mental clarity and alertness. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. AG1 is one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. It costs you less than $3 a day. Think about it. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. For each purchase, we will donate organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S., in 2020 ag donated over 1.2 million meals to kids right now to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one year free that is right folks one Free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. is that like, for you, is that a lot to, to handle? Like, as far as just like, okay, we got to make sure all these girls are together, but we have to, you know, get them in order and make it presentable on TV and book them. And like, is that a lot for you to like a lot on your plate or you you you're very comfortable in that position?
1: I loved my position. Um, I, it was the most fulfilling year of my career. Um, everything else, like, yes, it was fun, but Um, being able to help as many as we could last year and being able to work with as many women as we could. I think it was somewhere between 26 and 28 women we worked with last year. Um, And, you know, we have 18 booked on Sunday. So, um, you know, to, to be able to help out with as many women as possible, that's really important to me. But it's funny, like so many skills I've gotten throughout the years. So whether it be... Um, helping Paul Heyman or going in with Paul Heyman and working on the shows at OVW, um, coming up with little ideas here and there to um, having conversations with Triple H about you know how he would book things. Um, the first time I was in WWE and uh, being an interviewer, so I was basically a fly on the wall to listening to Ric Flair or to Shawn Michaels or John Cena or whoever else was coming in. Um, at that particular time to um, working at impact the last time and really being able to write my own character. Um, You know, so it's been a gradual, um, you know, apprenticeship throughout the years.
0: It's funny though, like in WWE back then, it's like, oh, she's the ditzy announcer and like, mm-hmm. but not really. She's helping Heyman and OVW. You know what I mean? It's like, Nobody, you know, nobody knows behind the scenes that you're like learning stuff. You're, you know, flying the wall, but you're absorbing all this knowledge.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you follow or if you've, you know, ever watched anything on Lucille Ball, but um, there is, you know, she, she was one of the first women to own an entire uh, production company um, in Hollywood um, and the sound stages, and the the cameras, and uh, the venues, and she owned that. And but a lot of people just saw her as the funny girl on TV. And um, I think I think there's an art to it, and I I definitely admire women that are able to you know do both. And so I'm just starting out, and I'm I'm still learning. But um, you know I think that. Uh, having those beginnings where people underestimate you sometimes leaves the door open to really being able to accomplish a lot.
0: Well, yeah, that's a good point because let's say they think of you as like, oh, she played that character. That must be who she really is. Mm -hmm. Then you can kind of, you know, really show them like that low expectation. Oh, she doesn't know much. And then Mm -hmm. you go way above those expectations.
1: Yeah, I try to. (laughs)
0: Do you think that, you know, like that character, do you think that's demeaning at all? Or that's just funny, it's TV, it's sports entertainment. Like, do you not mind like a, a ditzy woman character?
1: So um, at the time that I got it, I hated it. And then I had a vast appreciation for it um, the older and older I've gotten. So I... Um, as much as I hated it when I first got the character, now I appreciate it so much. Um, I, I grew up in a household where my father was the king of the castle and my mom was the one that was doing the laundry and the dishes and cleaning the house and, you know, uh, child rearing and all of that kind of stuff. Um, my father was a great father. He worked his tail off, but he just didn't do housework or anything like that. So, um, he thought that way about other women, but not about me. (laughs) I went to the junkyards and the bank and when he would go to his apartment buildings to do business and pick up rent and all of this stuff. And, um, so I had both sides in there of, uh, you know, of my education.
0: It's just funny. People would think certain things about it now, but that's just the way it was back then. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the the roles that they just fell into. But usually the the husband or the dad, you know, he's working all the time and he doesn't come home and do dishes and stuff, but it's just weird. People will be like, Oh, of course they should, or they have to, but that's just yeah. the way it was back then. Not good or bad or different. It's just the way it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, my mom worked, you know, she worked a 40 hour job week job too. So it was like, to me, I always looked at it and went, wait a minute. So my mom's working 40 hours a week and she's coming home and cooking every meal and cleaning and making sure we have everything we need for school the next day and and it's like what is my dad oh he worked all day and then he came home and then you know whatever but um he also like plowed snow when he you know so it's like it was it was a different time to where um you know my dad had multiple jobs a lot of the time whether it was plowing snow or he had apartment buildings or um was helping out at my grandfather's restaurant so um yeah I guess in his mind he just he didn't need to do that stuff because his father didn't do it. Um but at the same time my mom did work 40 hours a week and a lot of times overtime because we had so many dance costumes. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny though like it's just i don't know the way it is sometimes it the, just the way like the parents fell into roles but it's funny you became like not a tomboy but you know he was kind of you mm-hmm. know not instilling that in you like hey you're no not, you're not, not at all and, like
1: we built our house and me and my brother and my sister would go over and we would help build the house and um you know if if cars needed washed we were out there washing the cars like whatever it was, it it was never, um, I had to learn all of it. You know, I had to learn how to work on the cars and change the oil to, uh, clean the house. So, um, yeah, it just all kinds of different jobs
0: from that to outback Jack and the diva search. Kind of weird, right? Kind of different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, outback Jack was (laughs) was crazy experience. (laughs) It was such a weird experience um it's funny i always joke like i've been on two reality shows and there's nothing reality about reality shows it is it's not real um but yeah went from there to doing the diva search
0: very interesting when you look at the credits and reality shows have writers it's like wait why is there writers on a reality that doesn't make sense right yep weird weird but with your, your time in WB and the diva search, was it positive mostly?
1: Yeah, it was a great experience. I I enjoyed the diva search. I enjoyed all of the people I got to meet. It was stressful, of course, because you're in a competition show. But for us, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun.
0: So as we wind it down, we, we head towards the finish here. I just got to ask this because I remember I, uh, months ago I talked to Mike about it too. So he's Mike Canellis when you guys – you know we were in WB, obviously – do you like that? Because to me, it's like, okay, there's name recognition there, but it's instant heat on him that he's taking your last name, you know? So Did you like that that storyline and that angle where he's taking your name?
1: Uh, so it could have gone somewhere. They chose not to take it anywhere. Um, so if it would have gone somewhere, great. If it would have gone somewhere and he got sick and tired of me being rude and obnoxious, And he was finally like, yeah, no, I'm changing my name back and I'm just going to win all these matches. Perfect. Great. But that's not what happened. They pulled us from TV and they ended the storyline when it was basically up in the air. Um, It was silly. Uh, It could have been awesome and it just wasn't. So I could have liked it. But at the end of the day, no, I wasn't a big fan.
0: It was weird. It was like emasculating for him because it was supposed to be like, he's going to finally, you know, you're going to get your comeuppance and he's going to end up. But no, they never did anything with it. Weird. Any explanation like about that or they just don't say anything?
1: They don't really say anything. I mean, WWE and storylines all the time. You know, they they start something and as quickly as it started, it's finished. So, um, no, they didn't really say anything about it. Um, they can blame it on me being pregnant, but I had a doctor's note saying I could work for a while longer. So, um, you know, it just is what it is.
0: What do you think about being pregnant and being on TV and being, you know, a wrestler quote unquote, but being, you know, part of a wrestling show and you're pregnant. I mean, kind of cool in a way and different for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, so women do much more difficult jobs than I was doing on TV pregnant. Um, so I was, I was very blessed to, um, be able to be on TV and be pregnant. You see it all the time with actresses, nobody ever bats an eye. Um, so for me, it was just, of course, I'm going to be on TV because people do it constantly. When my mom was pregnant, she was working at a nursing home and on her feet all day long. I can walk out to a ring and say a few words and go back and, um, Call it a day and feel very blessed about that. I'm not working in a restaurant 10 hours out of the day on my feet. I'm not uh, working in construction holding a sign um, while I'm pregnant, like a lot of people have to when they're pregnant. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not working as a prison guard. Uh, My dad was a prison guard. So, um, you know, I got to fly to a place and work on television for a few hours and go home and uh that was a blessing it also showed a ton of women that you're not you're not useless when you're pregnant you're not um it it doesn't instantly make you unattractive or not sexy i had so many women that came up to me as since then and said oh my gosh you inspired me so much by being on tv and being strong at when you were pregnant being a mother and being able to be traveling and still following your dreams. And I think that's the way that it should be. I think that just because you have kids or have a family or you get pregnant or you want to have um, more to your life than just your job. I think that's important. I think it's important for people to see that. Um, It's incredibly important with starting this wrestling promotion to see a woman that has two kids and a happy marriage, um, continue to follow our dreams, even though it's hard because it is hard. Um, but I, I don't want my kids to ever look at me and go, Oh, well, mommy gave up because it got too hard because she had us and that she had to give up her dreams. I mean, I think that, you know, I, if I was a kid, and i watched my parents give up everything they wanted to do i would feel bad about that and i don't want my kids ever to feel bad or like they're a burden because they're not it's just more difficult
0: so give us one last final push for wwa and where everybody can find it and everybody eventually can see it
1: so everybody can see women's wrestling army this sunday at fet um that's in providence rhode island You'll also be able to watch it streaming. Uh, Just keep following up with womenswrestlingarmy.com, where I'll give all the information. You can subscribe to the um, emails that I'm sending out. You can also follow us on Instagram, and that's womenswrestlingarmy. You can follow us on Twitter. It's w wrestling army, and you can follow me on all of my socials, Maria El Canales on Twitter and. Maria Canellis on Instagram you can also follow my Facebook page which is official Maria Canellis, even though it might be shut down by tomorrow because I got some weird message saying that it was going to be shut down but I think it was just like a random scam and scam email but who knows maybe gone tomorrow um and you can also follow me on my exclusive content page which is mariacanellisworld.com
0: all right, Maria, thank you so much. Great stuff. Appreciate all the time. Thank you.
1: No worries. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash Empire. Become a patron and also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingteas.com. Two man power trip where the power lies, brother.
1: Your wife, Maria! How do I know it's my wife? How do I know it's not Carmella pretending to be my wife? (laughs) Because if you don't let me in right now, I'm going to knock down this door and kick you in your vagina.
0: I won this for us.
1: You did what? Get down on your back. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I said. Get down on your back, like you usually do. Referee, referee, come on over, come on.
0: Baby, what are you doing?
1: I'm pinning you. So my unborn child has a champion as a parent, get down. Ref, get in position. Come on. Now, Ref, count. Come on, get down. Right. Count. One. Champion. Now, what would you do to become two-time champ? Would you wrestle a pregnant lady? <laughs> I didn't think so. Pregnant champ guys, pregnant champ. Just so you all know, this week on Thursday, I'll be at my OBGYN appointment. So if anybody wants to try and come pin me while my feet are up in the stirrups, You can come around for that. No? Pregnant champ, guys. Pregnant champ.